So here we are. A few of you may be wondering why I haven't covered the third secret of Fatima yet. Don't worry, I'm getting there. I'm just taking a different route to talking about the third secret than others typically have taken. Thus far, I've covered the warnings from Our Lady of Buen Successo de la Piofacacion, aka the erroneously translated Our Lady of Good Success, as well as Our Lady of Knock, Our Lady of La Salette, and the first part of the mystery surrounding Our Lady of Fatima. Today we embark on an overview of the experience of Sister Agnes Sasagawa, a Japanese religious sister who had been given the cross of deafness to carry. Her experiences, as we'll see shortly, fit perfectly with the message of Fatima and the messages that preceded it. What follows are the, con uh, are the context of the message given at Akita, Japan, and the words of the message itself, followed by the church's response initially and now to Akita. To begin with, the apparition of Our Lady of Akita was approved by the church in the way these things are either approved or prohibited. That is, by the local ordinary, the bishop, not typically by the Vatican, although they have in the post-conciliar era been known to intervene in these things, and they often do reinforce what the bishop says. If you're not familiar with Akita already, you can watch the interviews done with Sister Agnes for yourself on YouTube easily enough. The issue you'll have is that these interviews are in Japanese, with English subtitles, and frankly I don't think that makes for terribly good video, so I'll be repeating what the message was here for you today. With that, let's get into this. The account of what happened at a little community of women religious in Akita, Japan, begins in 1973, 56 years after the events of Fatima, Portugal, half a world away. In the intervening years, a Great Depression struck the world, as well as a world war, a cold war, a, and massive social upheaval, leading to the sexual revolution and its aftermath. What cannot be overlooked here is the Second Vatican Council, which concluded a few short years earlier. In 1970, Paul VI inflicted his new Mass on the world, and the bishops of the world functionally suppressed the traditional Latin Mass. That is to set the stage for what happened at Akita. The community of the women religious was a pious group of Japanese women known as the Institute of the Handmaids of the Holy Eucharist, who were leading a quiet, hidden life of prayer in Yuza Wadai, which is just outside of Akita, when they welcomed into their novitiate Sister Agnes Katsuko Sasagawa, who was then 42 years old and a convert from Buddhism. Sister Agnes entered the convent on May 12, 1973, and was totally and incurably deaf. Not long after her arrival at the convent, that place would become so well known that their little chapel would attract pilgrims from around the world. To this day, people still visit the chapel. The first miraculous event at Akita occurred on June 12, 1973, only a month after the entrance of Sister Agnes. As the account goes, a brilliant light shone forth from the tabernacle in the chapel. This happened several times and was often accompanied by something resembling smoke which hung around the altar. During one of these illuminations, Sister Agnes saw, and I quote, a multitude of beings similar to angels who surrounded the altar in adoration before the host. Bishop Ito, the local ordinary, was staying at the convent to conduct a week of, of devotions. Sister Agnes confided to him the circumstances of this vision, as well as all of the events and apparitions that followed. Bishop Ito and the convent's spiritual director, Reverend Taiji Yasuda, would bear witness to many of the events. It is worth noting here that all of the Marian apparitions approved by the church in one form or another, this is the only one that I could find that church authorities were witnesses of. But that, doesn't, that, that wasn't the only miraculous or unexplainable event that occurred. Sister Agnes was blessed with the manifestation of her guardian angel. 
asked to describe the, the angel, Sister Agnes replied, A round face, an expression of sweetness, a person covered with a shining whiteness like snow. The guardian angel confided various messages to the sister and often prayed with her, in addition to guiding and advising her. On the evening of June 28, 1973, Sister Agnes discovered on the palm of her left hand a cross-shaped wound that was exceedingly painful. On July 5, 1973, a small opening appeared in the center from which blood began to flow. Later, the pain would ease during most of the week, except for Thursday nights and all day Friday, when the pain became unbearable. On July 6, the angel appeared, telling Sister Agnes, The wounds of Mary are much deeper and more sorrowful than yours. Let us go to pray together in the chapel. They entered the chapel and the angel disappeared. Sister Agnes then turned to the statue of Our Lady situated on the right side of the altar. The statue, which is approximately three feet tall, had been carved from the hard wood of a Judea tree. It is a figure of Our Lady standing before a cross, her arms at her side with the palms of her hands facing outward. Beneath her feet is a globe representing the world. It is worth noting here that it is a culturally appropriate representation of Our Lady, and it deviates from others in one major way. Her hair is exposed, which some find off-putting. But that having been said, she is still dressed modestly and in accordance with Japanese customs, and is otherwise recognizable as a statue of Our Lady. Anyway, when Sister Agnes approached the statue, in her own words, I suddenly felt that the wooden statue came to life and was about to speak to me. She was bathed in a brilliant light, and at that moment a voice of indescribable beauty struck my totally deaf ears. Our Lady is said to have told her, Your deafness will be healed. She then recited with Sister Agnes the community prayer that had been composed by Bishop Ito. At the words, Jesus present in the Eucharist, Mary instructed, from now on, you will add truly. Together with the angel who began, who again appeared, the three voices recited a consecration of the most sacred heart of Jesus, truly present in the Eucharist. Before disappearing, Our Lady is said to have asked that Sister Agnes pray very much for the Pope, bishops, and priests. The next morning, when the sisters assembled for the recitation of lauds, they found blood on the right hand of the statue and two lines which crossed, in the middle of which was an opening from which the blood flowed. The wound matched that on the hand of Sister Agnes, except that since the statue's hand was smaller, its wound was smaller. It bled on the Fridays of July during the year 1973, as did the wound on the hand of Sister Agnes. This has all been well documented by the diocese. Now, as an aside, it is interesting that Our Lady requested that the word truly be added to the words present in the Eucharist, given the state of belief of the Lady in the real presence of our Lord in the Blessed Sacrament which can only be a byproduct of a reverent reception of Holy Communion that sprang from the craziness of this era of the Church. Continuing, one of the sisters of Sister Agnes's order wrote of the bleeding wound on the statue, quote, It seemed to be truly cut into flesh. The edge of the cross had the aspect of human flesh, and even when one even saw the grain of the skin like a fingerprint, I said to myself at that moment that the wound was real. It is said that the drops of blood ran the length of the statue's hand, which was open and pointing downward, yet the drops never fell to the ground. The wound on the hand of Sister Agnes appeared on Thursday, June 28th. As stated by the guardian angel, the wound disappeared on Friday, July 27th, and left no trace. Then the second message of Our Lady came on August 3rd, 1973, a first Friday, when the heavenly voice from the statue provided the famous warning of Akita, Many men in this world afflict the Lord. 
In order that the world may, might know his anger, the Heavenly Father is preparing to inflict a great chastisement on all mankind. I have prevented the coming of calamities by offering him the sufferings of the Son on the cross, his precious blood and beloved souls who console him, forming a cohort of victim souls. Prayer, penance, and courageous sacrifices can soften the Father's anger. Know that you must be fastened to the cross with three nails. These three nails are poverty, chastity, and obedience. Of the three, obedience is the foundation. End quote. Although the wound on the hand of Sister Agnes disappeared on July 27th, the wound on the hand of the statue remained until it disappeared on September 29th. At that time, the statue emitted a bright light. The wound had remained for three months. While wounds in the hands of the statue bled, Bishop Ito advised that, contrary to some reports, the statue did not sweat blood or weep blood at any time. On the evening of September 29th, 1973, Reports indicate that the whole religious community saw that same bright light emit from the statue. Almost immediately, the entire body of the statue became covered with a moisture resembling perspiration. Sister Agnes said that her guardian angel told her that Mary is even sadder than when she shed blood, dry the perspiration. The sisters then used cotton balls to collect the moisture. Following Our Lady's message, the dazzling light that had surrounded the statue gradually disappeared. Toward the end of May of 1974, another phenomenon occurred. While the statue's garment and the hair retained the look of natural wood, the face, hands, and feet became distinguished by a dark reddish-brown tint. Eight years later, when the sculptor came to see the statue, he could not hide his surprise that only the visible parts of Our Lady's body had changed color, and that the face itself had changed expression. Then, on January 4, 1975, to the amazement of the community and to Father Yasuda, the statue of the Virgin began to weep, and did so three times that day. Also witnessing these tears, in addition to the sisters, were Bishop Ito and a number of people who had joined the nuns for a New Year's retreat. In the ten years following, numerous scientific studies were conducted and could not explain what had happened. The tears collected on the inside edge of the eyes flowed down the cheeks, collected at the edge of the garment near the throat, rolled down the folds of the garment, and fell upon the globe under Our Lady's feet. Father Yasuda recorded in his book, The Tears and Message of Mary, that the statue, quote, had completely dried out during the years since it was made, and little cracks had begun to appear. It is already miraculous if water could flow from such material, but it is still more prodigious that a liquid slightly salty, of the nature of true human tears, should have flown precisely from the eyes. Eventually, the local ordinary, Bishop Ito, arranged for Professor Sajisaka, M.D., a non-Christian specialist in forensic medicine, to make a rigorous scientific examination of the three fluids. And this is in keeping with how the Church typically addresses the issue of purported miracles in the modern era. It is also worth noting that Bishop Ito did not reveal their source. The results were, quote, "...the matter adhering on the gauze is human blood. The sweat and the tears absorbed in the two pieces of cotton are of human origin." The blood was found to belong to blood type B, and the sweat and tears to blood type AB. Sister Agnes has type B blood. End quote. Bishop Ito was advised by the Apostolic Nuncio to seek the assistance of the Archbishop of Tokyo to establish a commission of canonical inquiry. Unfortunately, the Inquisitor who was hired was a non-Catholic, and he was named president of this group. Without any of the members visiting the convent to conduct a personal inquiry, the commission re re rendered an unfavorable verdict initially. 
This is a prime example of the Novus Ordo mindset at work, even in Japan at that early period, with the hiring of a non-Catholic to determine the validity of a Catholic miracle. Bishop Ito was unwilling to accept a negative verdict to the events he himself had witnessed, and asked the advice of Rome, specifically the Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith, as well as the Congregation for the Propagation of the Faith. He was then advised by them to form another commission to study the events from the beginning. This commission, with Vatican assistance, rendered a favorable verdict regarding the supernatural aspects of the events, which happened at a time when the Vatican was hostile to many such alleged apparitions. The tears of December 8, 1979, were filmed by a television crew at 11 o'clock in the evening, the Feast of the Immaculate Conception, and was shown on television to 12 million people throughout Japan. Of note is that the sculptor of the statue, Saburo Wakasa, a non-Catholic, has been a point of contention for those skeptical of this apparition. He was asked his reaction to the occurrences relating to the statue. He answered, quote, The statue of Mary was my first work connected with Christianity. Of various statues, it is only worth the statue of Mary at Yuzawadai that mysterious events occurred. I sculpted the whole statue of Mary, globe and the cross, from the same piece of wood, so there are no joints. The wood from which I carved the statue of Mary was very dry and rather hard. End quote. When questioned as to whether he regards as a miracle the reported shedding of tears from the statue of Mary, he replied, quote, that it is a mystery. On the Feast of Our Lady of Sorrows, September 15th, the statue cried for the last time. Two weeks later, Sister Agnes's guardian angel is said to have presented a large Bible surrounded with a brilliant light. The open Bible revealed the reference, Genesis 3.15, which reads, I will put enmities between thee and the woman, and thy seed and her seed. She shall crush thy head, and thou shalt lie in wait for her heel. The angel is said to have explained that the passage had a relationship with the tears of Mary, and then continued, quote, Sin came into the world by a woman, and it is also by a woman that salvation came into the world. End quote. A hundred and one tears flowed in total, and they took place at irregular intervals from January 4, 1975, until September 15, 1981. They say that the first one is to, is to represent Eve, the second Our Lady, and the zero rep represents the Eternal Trinity. Or, again, so it has been interpreted by some theologians. These were witnessed by nearly a hundred people over the course of several years. On October 13th, which is why I'm uploading this today, two days prior, the anniversary of the miracle of the sun at Fatima in 1973, Sister Agnes heard the beautiful voice speak from the statue once more, providing the most famous of all warnings from Akita. Quote, the work of the devil will infiltrate even into the church in such a way that one will see cardinals opposing cardinals, bishops against other bishops. The priests who venerate me will be scorned and opposed by their confreres. Churches and altars will be sacked. The church will be full of those who accept compromises, and the devil will press many priests and consecrated souls to leave the service of the Lord. The demon would be especially implacable against souls consecrated to God. The thought of the loss of so many souls is the cause of my sadness. If sins increase in number and gravity, there will be no longer any pardon for them. As I told you, if people do not repent and better themselves, the Father will inflict a terrible punishment on all humanity. It will be a punishment greater than the flood, such as one will never have been seen before. Fire will fall from the sky and will wipe out a great part of humanity, the good as well as the bad, sparing neither priests nor faithful. 
the survivors will find themselves so desolate that they will envy the dead. The only arms which will remain for you will be the rosary and the sign left by my son. Each day recite the prayers of the rosary. With the rosary, pray for the pope, the bishops, and the priests. End quote. The statue wept for the last time on September 15th, the Feast of Our Lady of Sorrows. Sister Agnes was totally and incurably deaf when she entered the community, having lost her hearing on March 16th, 1973. She was, however, able to speak, and understood most spoken languages by lip-reading. As predicted by her guardian angel, she temporarily regained her healing on October 13th, 1974. Deafness returned on March 7th, 1975. Her hearing was permanently restored on May 30th, 1982, as predicted by Our Lady during the first message of July 6th, 1973. Both healings occurred instantaneously during benediction of the Blessed Sacrament. She still retains the ability to hear to this day with no medical explanation. A canonical law regarding the judgment of a Marian apparition was issued in 1978. According to a Vatican official, quote, the authority to hand down a conclusion regarding the authenticity of any Marian apparition is given canonically to the ordinary, the bishop, of the local diocese where the apparition took place. This is important in making judgments about Marian apparitions in general, and one of the major reasons I do not bind a Megagoria or others that were condemned by the local ordinary. In his pastoral letter dated April 22, 1984, Bishop John Ito, the ordinary of the Diocese of Nagata, wrote that having been given directives in this regard, I authorize throughout the entire diocese of which I am charged the veneration of the Holy Mother of Akita. The bishop noted that the events are only a matter of private revelation and are not points of doctrine. The bishop also mentioned in his pastoral letter that he had known Sister Agnes Sasagawa for ten years. She is a woman sound in spirit, frank and without problems. She has always impressed me as a balanced person. Consequently, the messages she says that she has received did not appear to me to be in any way the result of imagination or hallucinations. In other words, she isn't crazy or a charlatan, and the apparition has been approved. For those that care about such things, Bishop Ida was consecrated a bishop in 1962 before the rites of consecration of bishops were changed in the aftermath of the council. He died in 1993. Please offer a prayer for the peaceful repose of his soul. Four years later, on June 20, 1988, during Bishop Ito's visit to Rome, the Sacred Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith approved the contents of the pastoral letter. Bishop Ito's official recognitions of the occurrences and the Madonna's messages were reported in October 1988 issue of the magazine 30 Days. In the August 1990 issue, Cardinal Ratzinger is quoted as saying that there are no objections to the conclusion of the pastoral letter. Cardinal Ratzinger has invited the bishop to continue to inform him about the pilgrimages and conversions. Okay, so one thing worth noting here. Later, Cardinal Ratzinger would be asked about the message of Akita and how it aligned with the third secret of Fatima. He said that they were essentially the same. Think about that for a moment. We have a dire warning of an age of sin and spiritual death, of error and infiltration of the church, leading to divisions between the bishops and cardinals of the church, leading to fire falling from the sky unless people repent of their ways. I want you to think about that again and think about to some of the other things said at Fatima. In closing, some commentators ranging from Michael Matt to Eric Gajewski have noted that there has been a quiet cover-up of Marian apparitions going on at the various sites around the world, with the messages either being rewritten to conform to our more PC age or quietly hidden away. 
Michael Matt at The Remnant did a video a couple of months ago where he visited the convent at Akita and reported that he and the others were looked at with suspicion by the nuns, and that all reports indicate that the current bishop has instructed the nuns to not talk about the apparition at all. All mention of the extraordinary events have been removed from the site, and Sister Agnes, who is reported to still be alive, has been moved to another site far away. Similar reports have surfaced about other apparition sites around the world. And let's not forget what the modernists have done with Fatima, promoting the idea that the consecration of Russia has happened and all is well, which is on its face laughable given that we have not seen the culmination of the promises at Fatima. But that's another topic for another time. Let me know what you think of this in the comments below. Thank you for listening. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.